for centuries. We've been warned about little green men. Now, they are coming. They're coming for you. Run. But first, shut your windows. Hide your apples. Prepare for the attack of the android. And now, your host and the human leader of the android underground, Matt Lee. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Thursday, March 22nd, 2012, episode 27 of your favorite, my favorite, everyone's favorite Android podcast, Attack of the Androids, over on GroovyPost.com, AOTA, AttackTheAndroids.com. Uh, got a great show for you guys this evening. Joining me, Eric, what's up? Hey, man, what's going on? Jeremy, what's up? What's down? What's up, Joey? What's up? Hey, this sounds really familiar. Don't even call attention to that. Seth, what's up? <laughs> Good to be here, guys. Good to have you here, guys. Happy show at attackoftheandroids.com. If you guys want to email us questions, comments, concerns, quirks, abuse, abuse <laughs> what have you, you can definitely do that. Or feel free to leave us a voicemail message if you've got the cojones, 406 204 46 Eight seven, Jeremy. What's up? What's going on, man? What's down? Did what's anybody notice Google down today? I saw a couple emails, a couple Twitter posts, some tweets about it. Did Did anybody uh, experience any downtime on their their Google properties? It wasn't down for me. Yeah, but I noticed. I didn't notice anything major. Um, I did get a notice. I. Th- I think it was yesterday that uh, Gmail could not access my contacts. Wow, really? Your con? That's like, do we all have our contacts there? Like, man, if that was gone, I would die. Oh yeah. Well, it, it didn't say. It did say could not access. It didn't say they were gone. Um, right. Unfortunately, because if you're was- if you're using Android device, you have a local copy stored on the device. Right. It's just when you make changes, that's all floating in the cloud. And if you get a new phone, or uh, you know, they follow you, but. I, right, that's when you get into your problem. You just um, want to make sure not to make any major changes or you know anything like that in these. I don't. Is is this a first? I mean, that like a major. I don't know. I can't think of. I, I gotta say, one of the it, it did bring to mind something that uh, there was a Gmail outage. Oh, geez, last year. Maybe maybe nine months ago now, and a lot of people were looking at offline solutions for caching and searching right. and whatnot. And I gotta say, at that time, I, I stumbled upon an extension for Thunderbird that synchronizes the address book in Thunderbird with your contacts on Gmail. Oh, nice! I used to really like Thunderbird, and then I just started totally living in the in, in the Gmail atmosphere. Yeah, I, I have uh, my, uh, my my grandfather and my father insist on using Thunderbird as their primary email app. Yeah, um, they just don't like the Gmail. You know what? And that's and that's fine. I used to. I tried. I forced myself to use Pine for the longest time. I, I went like eight months and and just rocked it. Just keyboard commands, straight command line. You guys ever use Pine? It's great. Yeah, uh, I, I refused to use Softwoods. Mine was called Oak. No. <laughs> um. Eric, I know, uh, I know you, Eric. You know, Matt. I just assume the internet's always down, so no, I didn't notice a thing. <laughs> That's it's just awesome. you, man. 
Did anybody notice? I know it is jo- just me, Joey. You you keep up with stocks and whatnot. Did did that have any effect on on any of that, or did did nobody well, really care? I tell you what, I'll go take a peek. I I doubt that that sort of thing would have a prolonged effect. It might have a spike. Uh, unfortunately, these days uh, uh, in the world of stock markets, investors are very very nervous. Um, and if there's even a spike, sometimes it can cause an inordinate amount of trading. Uh, let's see what we got here. Symbol is Goog, G-O-O-G. And let's see what it did today. Just a moment here. Mm-hmm. Uh, today's change up $6.07. <laughs> uh, now, now I will say, though, Beautiful. there was a serious dip um, in the true, let's see here. Opening price was six thirty-eight fifty. Um, it has been as high as six seventy twenty. All right. Well, anyway, hey, listen, this isn't a stock shot. I was just curious if it went up or down. But um, that's that's kind of interesting. That that it, it kind of gives you pause. That that to think about what you know. These phones are basically a Google account like everything is piped into it from that not everything but you know a a fair majority of it and and i bet the normal user you know not us but but like your your everyday user our parents or what have you i bet that they are more so tied into those just because it's easy it's what comes with the phone so that you know they they would be more apt to to use that stuff and and, you know what happens if Uh, the the, the nice thing is about in the world we you know in the world we live in today with like all the backups and things like that, like these, these sites hardly ever go down, right? It almost takes, it almost takes a, a, a coordinated attack by someone or something like that. So I can't remember the last time I have not, you know, honestly, this I cannot remember a time where I've not been able to access Gmail or any of Google's services. Um, so I, mean, I think this is probably a conversation that'd be better, you know, if the day happens where they go down, because um, it would be that would be a huge deal, I think. If it, let's say if it went down for a whole day. I think yeah. that would. I mean, lost revenue. If, if yeah, that's no, that's their... scary. And, and then people would start backing up with Thunderbird or whatever. And probably should be doing that anyways, right? People should nah, probably have like a whatever some sort of daily local backup. But I, it probably is not. This probably isn't that interesting of a conversation until something like that happens. Right. Well, if you remember last year, um, I, I think it was about nine months ago, if I remember right, there was an outage of Gmail. It was not Gmail itself was actually not down. What was down was the web interface. So for anybody that was using Gmail through Pop or IMAP, through another client, probably even through the Android phones, uh, they were unaffected. But if you tried to go to the Gmail webpage, which is my preferred interface, it was down. And that's when we got a lot of these conversations about what do you do. How, how long do was it down for? I forgot. I, I actually remember that. How long was it down for? Do you remember? Just a couple hours, wasn't it? Well, it, it depends on who you talk to. For me, uh, it didn't actually go down when it went down for everybody else. It went down. Uh, oh, yeah. For, it was only for just like 1% of the users, too, if I remember right or something. It was some really small amount of people. Yeah, I, I think it depends on when you got in. Um, yeah. I actually got in uh, to Gmail off of an invite from um, uh, an ex-girlfriend who was a random choice to get an invite. So I was in very early, um, not a beta, but, well, technically it still was a beta at the time, but I, I wasn't in on the inner circle of, of testers, but I was next to it. And because of that, I find a lot of these outages and whatnot just don't affect me. And I think it's because as they're rolling out more and more servers, more and more users are distributed across a larger and larger base, 
and probably it's it's some of those uh, newer users that are being affected. Do you find you're quicker to get beta invites to things because of that, and because you um, maybe use I can't that say stuff? That I've noticed. Oh, okay. Sweet. To be honest, who's excited for this uh, moving more towards uh, Android as our show is Attack of the? Uh, who's excited for this Xperia S? This is mm, it's kind of. I, I don't. I don't want to admit it, but I kind of. It's kind of. I don't know. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Did we talk you know, about I, this last week? I feel like I'm about to make the same comment that this looks like a cross between a GeneX no. and a Droid X. It like it's. We talked know. about this on the Mobile World Congress show. Oh, okay. That's when I, I was talking so about that with the was, bar on the bottom. Remember and the there's yeah, like yeah, an antenna. Okay. There's like an antenna in it. Sure. So did something... I, I got to see some of the the Sony Xperia phones at a distributor show back in August, and. They had some interesting stuff. They had like the tiniest smartphone I've ever seen. It was super high res, but it was like a one and a half inch screen or something. It was really tiny, and the whole phone would almost fit in a coin pocket on a pair of jeans. Uh, and they had some others that were were amazing. And I was actually kind of thinking about getting a Sony phone for a little while before I grabbed a Droid well, X Super Cute. You know, you know what's interesting is like, I mean, Sony in my opinion, could be a, a player in, like, a year, right? Like, these phones are all, like, they're all kind of interesting looking, and but they're, they're all just, like, one generation away from being um, something Obsolete. that's really amazing. And, oh. and also the other thing is, like, they should be tied in with, like, the PlayStation suite or the PlayStation network. And, I mean, the whole Sony Ericsson thing, I think, really sets Sony back, you know, all ways. And now they're trying to, like, you know, rebrand stuff and, Get their whole get their business, you know, reorganized and trying to figure out if they're part of, you know, if they're Sony Mobile, if they're part of Sony, and but if they can find a way to get like all this stuff like tied into their TVs, tied into the um, PlayStation, tied into like you know special gaming things, like this, these could become really interesting phones. But right now, while I think the hardware looks good enough to be part, you know, it's like this. The hardware is not good enough at this moment. You know, maybe stylistically it's good but who's enough, but... listen, Seth? Whose fault is that? We obviously have the technology. Is that just trying to reach price points, or is that just? I think it's Ericsson's fault, honestly. Is it? Right? I think I think it's Ericsson's fault, right? I think when Sony was trying to team up with Ericsson, they really like sort of lost sight of you know what of the of the phone market, right? And even they, I don't they understand a couple interesting that... phones. Seth, you're, I think you're confusing Sony with the way Sony was 20 years ago because Sony has screwed up everything they've done for the last decade. You don't like the PS3, Jeremy? Not a PS3 fan? I'm not talking about the PS3. Let's talk about the way that well, they have dealt with the well, PS3. You just, the PS3 uh, worked with everything else. Yeah, they did you know, mess a lot up. But they, listen, they messed up everything. They haven't ever really been known for really super smooth software. Like, it, let's go back to their mini disc player. That thing was awesome. The software to get your tunes, your MP3s onto it, terrible. It was so terrible. You had to use real media, and that was like an improvement. Like that's, that's okay, horrible. L- l- lest we forget the whole root kits on audio discs disaster. Uh. Okay. Oh no, but that turned out to be not them or something. There, there was. I remember that. I remember that controversy. <laughs> but there was some extenuating circumstance. Like it wasn't them, or it was a misidentification by that. By that, a false uh, positive? Yeah, it was okay. like a false positive well, ex- or something. Extenuate okay. this. I mean, uh, no, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no, but uh, it, I think a lot of people... Let him just simmer in that. 
Yeah, a, a lot. A lot of people um, just got a bad taste in their mouth from Sony, regardless of whose fault it actually was. Um, I, I know that there are people to, to this day that are PO'd at Sony and refuse to buy PS3s. Well, I agree. I agree, but I'm just well. That's saying. what this is. What's so crazy to me is, go Eric, go ahead, Seth. No, no Eric, you, Eric, you go. Okay, me, my turn. Um, this, this is why, this is what confuses me, is that I was, I'm still really, really pissed at Sony at how they've handled a lot of things, especially, you know, the way that they, uh, sort of handled the, um, oh, like the Sony, quote, hacking, uh, stuff that went on last year. You don't feel Um, those... You know, it's like they're so anti-developer on the, on the PS3 side, but then with this Xperia S... Like, they're releasing all the source code and build instructions for how to, you know, build your own custom ROMs. It just, it blows my mind. Is it's, that it's like them, these two towers of Sony have completely no, different... Isn't that them learning priorities. their lesson? That well, they're I think, evolving? Yeah, I, Eric, that's a really good point. And then just trying to figure out how they're going to... I mean, I really think that, like, the beating they took with Sony Ericsson, you know what I mean? And again, maybe I'm coming down too hard on them, but, like, they didn't, they were not successful at all. And so I think you're I think you're exactly right realizing that they're realizing they need to change things, right? And that they need to try something new and maybe the developer option is a great I mean if they're known as like the open company that has really good looking hardware and you know decent specs and then well, I think I think they need to tie into the PlayStation network somehow. You know what I mean? And do it really well and and get some of their old PlayStation games on here, you know what I mean? Isn't that, that common that, sense, though, for any business that has that, like Microsoft and the Xbox and that no, but, ecosystem? Yeah, it is, Shouldn't they, they all be doing it? I mean, they, there is a PlayStation network out there, but it sucks, and it's it's not on other phones. And other, they're thinking of licensing to other people, but, I mean, if they were smart, and this is just my opinion, they would develop, like, sweet phones and then be, like, exclusively the <laughs> If only you guys were smart, network. you would start making stuff that didn't suck so bad. <laughs> no, end. but this experience is my a great... I think model. this is a great... I think this is a great uh, first step, right? But then, uh, you know, they need to just... They need to keep developing the skills in-house uh, to, to <laughs> produce sweet hardware and then get some exclusives, right, where they get some old-school, like... Primetime PlayStation games on these phones that are exclusive. Anyways, well, I, mean, I hope s- it's not. I hope it's not exclusive, but I think in business sense they should make them exclusive. We're starting to see that. For I mean, Sega and and Sonic CD. We're we're starting to see a, a, a move toward you know putting your your old school games in a new way for this interface and for this hardware, and, and it works. I think I I don't know. It, it almost brings a new life to some of these companies that were maybe you know not not doing so hot. Well, anyways, I'm excited to see what they do. Well, I'm happy that you're excited, Seth. When you're excited, I'm almost excited. I don't think I would buy this phone, <laughs> but in a in a year or two, they may be they, it may be pretty sweet. All right. I think. By I the just way, want I'm... that stupid bar at the bottom of my phone, <laughs> <laughs> and I want it to light up and say, "I'm awesome." Oh, but the S, the Xperia S doesn't light up. You have to buy the like low version to light up. Oh, that's lame. What's up with the, that? The, the next version yeah, down. Say again. Up. What's up with that? Eric, this version doesn't what? light up. So the step down, whatever the I forget what the step down is from this one, but the next the, the V has the bar too, and that one changes color based on the screen and stuff. Oh, this that is doesn't. weak. I want to have a Cylon phone. Yeah, I want that crap to like go. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, wow. keeping on the uh, the phone tip, who's excited for this Galaxy S three? Mm? That's my, just that's my next phone. Is I that just, it? 
Is that yeah, the winner? Is that the winner? Yeah, that's we haven't one? even seen it yet, and it's my next film. How? Why? <laughs> now tell me why you say that. Because I love Samsung. What they're doing <laughs> these days. Why are you such a Samsung fanboy? Because the Galaxy Nexus is amazing. <laughs> it is. Why amazing. did your voice totally change? to like the voice you'd have if you were talking about a girl you'd <laughs> Isn't that weird? He's like she's so dreamy. I mean it's so I just love Samsung. Oh, oh their phone is just awesome. the bestest and, and the way so boss. The way they treat their workers, like they pay them at least five cents more than Apple and I mean come I on. I don't know about the I don't know about that. It's dreamy. It's... All of a sudden but, Seth became but... a, a dreamy eyed girl in a poodle skirt. So no, so Seth, what makes this phone so much better than every okay, other phone. That's so here, the question. So okay, number one is we haven't we don't know anything about it for sure. Right? <laughs> that's that's why I one. would want a phone. Moving that's on. Number one. Moving no, on. No, hold on. No, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> well, actually, we don't know <laughs> about it. I'm but sorry. all the you know, rumors. <laughs> I all want. I, we all want to buy a phone that we have no idea what it is. No, no but hold on. Going to be no, but, but guys, think. Phone. But think of this. Hold on. Let's think about this. Right. The Galaxy Nexus was released in November. Right. And you know that had probably been. You know, in plans since maybe let's say August. Not plans, but I mean that probably been finished based on some of the stuff that we heard. You know, maybe since like August or something like that, September. So you know, Samsung's had another eight months or whatever it is, right, to work on this, and it's gonna be sweet. It has to be if it's the next step of the Galaxy Nexus. It's gonna be my phone. So here's what some of the rumors, some new rumors are. Again, these are all just rumors. Rumors. But so it's gonna have a ceramic back, which Ooh. could be really sweet until it shatters into a million sharp. But we don't know what that means. Though, but it could be sweet. Right, they're thinking it might have inductive charging, which I think Ooh, could be really that cool. Would be sweet. That's cool. Um, they're thinking it's you know there's rumors that it might have a 1080p screen, which I actually think it shouldn't. I think 720p is enough on a phone. I um, agree. Save the 1080 think, for the tablets. I think 1080 is just going to eat up processor speed and yep. and battery, but yep. we'll see. Maybe Save it for be, tablets. Hold on a second. There's one situation in which you want to have 1080 on nope. the phone. Nope. There's one, New and that one. is when yeah. you are hooking it to uh, the HDMI out, as Eric's thinking like I am, Yeah, well, uh, so that you can stream content well, but, through it. But could you, you – know, I don't know. I'm not – can Listen, you have 1080 out but yes. not have 1080 When on your you screen? do that, you kick it up because sure. you're probably going to have it plugged in or something. That's, that's yeah, absolutely – Yeah, so then that would be uh, – yeah, that, they should do that. It should be 1080 out, Rumor. but I'm saying the screen pixels themselves should be – Sure. I don't think it needs to All be right. 1080. Moving on. Well, how about this for a radical concept? A mm. screen that's capable of going to 1080 but throttles down a 720. Uh-huh. Let's let's. I I still want to know why this is the phone Seth's getting. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so then you know because they're thinking it's going to have nothing. they're thinking it's going to have you know the new Exynos processor, which Exynos processors always blow away the other processors, and they're thinking it's going to be quad core. The problem is it's going to be A9, and everyone wants it to be A15. So we'll have to see. I mean, I'm guessing it's going to be an A9 quad, which would which would be sweet. Um, instead of an A, I'm kind of hoping it'd be an A9, maybe even dual. But I mean, A15. I'm sorry, but dual. But a, you know, so that that's one thing that there's just where we are in the processor speed. But no matter what it is, it's going to be a sweet processor. And then now they're also talking it's going to have LTE built in, Samsung's own LTE system on a chip, which will probably mean better battery life. Yep. So I mean, nice. all these things together, right? With hopefully, uh, you know, uh, hopefully a um, a borderless screen, you know what I mean? So there's, it's just like screen all the way around except the top with the camera and the, maybe the bottom. Like that. You know, a nice big 720p screen, maybe higher. I don't think it needs to be, but maybe Seth? higher. Uh, there's some rumors going to be 12 megapixel camera. Seth. Maybe eight. Yeah. You've just described the Galaxy Nexus. No, no, no. But the camera is going to be. The cam- the Seth, cam- I'm hearing iterative upgrades. I'm not. Is yeah. It the, 
Mm. Is it the combination of these iterations it's that a makes combination it that compelling of, it's for you? It's a combination of everything together. I mean, but he, okay. I mean, you know, here's a good. That's a good point, Jeremy. Is I mean, I don't know if there's anything other than iterative at this point. You mean like well, what, that, yeah. what do we? What do we? I'm not sure what I'd be looking for other than like a, a nice new design, better battery, it's smaller, thinner, better battery, uh, has LTE built in, a good, you know, great. A great camera, which the Galaxy Nexus camera sucks. Well, and that goes back to the discussion last week or the week before on when you know what is enough. Is the quad core? Is that going to be a good spot to plateau for well, a while? Well, yeah, except these... you know, really the A15 has some great. By the A15 is the you know the chipset or whatever. Sure, I'm not sure what the right term is, but I think it's chipset. Okay. Um, A15, you know, die and all those new things are going to bring a lot of improvements to chips. So, I mean, that'll be the next step. And then every human being on the planet will have a phone and will have a tablet. And that is how we will compute. I don't know. But, I mean, I'm excited for this Galaxy S3. I think it's going to be exciting no matter what, whatever, what, just to see what Samsung has done in a year. You know, the Galaxy S2 was amazing, the Galaxy Nexus was amazing, um, you know, for their time. They're on a roll. In all honesty, the Galaxy Nexus will be a great phone even compared to the Galaxy S3. Um, It's just that I wanted to wait a little bit to get the S3. Partly because my wife has the Nexus, and I just don't want two of the same phone in the house. (laughs) Well, of course. So can I play counterpoint? Yes. Go. So I am so overwhelmed with the sheer volume of phone releases that I don't even care anymore. I don't. I don't care. Like, I look at this, I look at a new phone, and I'm like, whatever, it's fun. What no, are you I using, think... Jeremy? I, I've got my Droid X. And you know what? If that blew up tomorrow, I'd load my Droid 2 back up, and I would be fine with that. You don't feel because... like you need that front-facing camera? That's the only no. hardware upgrade? You don't care about that? How about no. Well, okay. LTE, everyone needs an LTE phone soon. I live in Vermont. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's the other thing. Well... This phone has LTE on it. And I, don't, I, I need LTE because here in L.A., the 3G is just the worst thing. It's like a third of a megabyte. It's like... It's like Sounds about you right. You can't get anything out of 3G. Verizon's, Verizon, if you're listening, your 3G network is terrible. You know that. Verizon, you 4G. if you're listening here, your 3G network is terrible as well. <clears throat> I know. I mean, and they know that, and they're just not putting any money into they it, don't which care. is fine. Why, why would they 4G. care when they offer speeds up to? It's not well, these speeds. It's up to. That can be from zip to whatever well, we promise. It's such BS. Well, it's, 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 it's all marketing like, It's BS. more like they're putting their money Moving into 4G, on. which makes sense. It's just frustrating right now. Well, yeah, because listen, how long can you drag along your customer base on this terrible Yeah. 3G? No, I agree. So, anyway. But anyways, so, I mean, Jeremy, I think you make a good point about, you know, why do we care about the next phone? And here, here's what I'll say. Because Android, after that, there's another next phone. No, I would say this for Android right ends. now. Uh, there's probably going to be three or four phones a year come out that are worth noticing, right? And this is one of them. So We've had three already this year. Yeah, that's what I mean. There's probably three it's, or four. It's March. Phone. March. Well, what, is, what, what has been noticed? You mean like, like if, see, in my opinion, this, this uh, Xperia S is not one of them, right? It's not worth noticing. The Razer Max? Sexy. Well, see, not really. I mean, Unless, I'd say the Razer. Hold on. Like, when did the, <laughs> the – uh, When did what, Matt, what's the phone you have, the one that you hated? The Galaxy Nexus. Oh, the Droid X and the Galaxy Nexus. No, the, Galaxy no, Nexus? the one that you kept scratching up. The that's Galaxy the Galaxy Nexus. Nexus. Yeah. yeah. That's what, worth didn't noticing. Didn't that come out this year? Yep, that's yeah. worth noticing. So yeah. we're already up to three phones that were substantial in some oh, way. Oh, no, no. The Galaxy Nexus came out in November. 
Oh, okay. Sorry. And so did the Razor. The Razor came out November too. But so like the Razor is... Max with the four billion years of yeah. But life. so in my opinion, that's the same thing. But you're razor. so mad if you bought a Razor. Uh, you are, and no, you right. can't get that. You're but, so but pissed. Just, but I'm saying these companies are realizing that there's people are getting tired and they're scaling down the the releases. And so like for well, instance, they have to. This will be the Galaxy S3 will be Samsung's release for the year, right? Whatever the model numbers are, like that'll be their release for the year. Their high-end, top-of-the-line phone. HTC has the HTC One. Now, I'm guessing HTC will come with another phone by Christmas. You know what I mean? So, called so, the HTC Two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they'll probably have two major releases for the year, right? They they almost have to. Let's hope. Because they won't be able to compete. The HTC One will not be able to compete with the Galaxy S3. So they're going to have to iterate again to try to make up for their lost time. Oh. All right. So let's... Motorola Motorola will have at least one or two more this year. And then that'll be it, right? Maybe okay, maybe well, Sony. So that'll be so, five so phones. Do the, so do the math on that stuff. So let's say every major manufacturer releases two substantial phones a year. Well, Samsung's only going to release one, but yeah. So let's say one or two, yeah. Okay. Isn't that still too many to care? Yep. No. Who, I think people can cares? pay attention to five phones. I who think cares? that's not too much. Really? Do you pay attention to laptop releases? Nope. No, but don't, aren't there a lot more than five? <laughs> Right, but there was a. But I don't think it's because there aren't any now. I think it's because there used to be so many that people were desensitized to them. Yep. We all used to get hyped up when when the droid, when the original droid. Yep. I know this is audio, but you can see it on the U4. The original droid came out. We all saw that commercial. We went, "I have to have that." I didn't even see that commercial. I just heard Android phone here in Montana. It's mine. And, and then for it. about the next year, year and a half, until we said the, the same thing. Oh, I want that phone. Maybe we didn't get that phone. Until the we X wanted came that out. Phone. Until the X came out. And now we're at this point now where I just feel like yep. there's another new phone. And I'm like, you know what? There's going to be another new phone next week. And after well, that, phone here, after. I'm going to wait until I drop this thing in the toilet, and then I'll go buy whatever the phone here, is. That here's, what I, here's what I'll tell you on that. I agree. I, I, I hear what you're saying, and I agree with a lot of the, the impetus behind it. But uh, I think that particularly the Galaxy line of Samsung, in my opinion, is the biggest phone outside the iPhone to be released every year, right? So it goes the iPhone, whatever that is, right, is the most probably watched. And then the Galaxy S, whatever the next phone is, is the second most watched, right? It happened for the Galaxy S2. And the rumor mill behind this Galaxy S3 is just astounding, right? Every day there's is a new Is it, though? It's new... astounding because everybody's building it up because nobody knows anything about it. That's well, that's the what I mean. Reason. I just mean the rumor mill, right? It's just the, a fan. The talk, the talk, the behind, the amount of talk going on behind what's coming up. But Seth, the important down. question is, will it walk the walk? No, but I'm just trying to say that the I reason to pay attention, to particularly to the Galaxy S3, is because it is the biggest Android release of the year. You're fighting okay, a so, losing so battle. If I can, if I can kind of read in between the lines, yeah, you've kind of tr- you're you've kind of adopted a brand loyalty. Yep. And that's focusing your attention. Except so you're not feeling as decent. You're biased, Seth. Except, no, no, you're hold on. Right now, Seth. I have a brand loyalty because Samsung makes the best phones. Bias, Seth. I don't think that it's necessarily Samsung that I have to look to. It's great phones. Bias. And there's nothing that compete with Samsung phones right now, Bias. in my opinion. Seth. <clears throat> if HTC were to make a phone that was amazing, the, net, the one is okay. Excuse me. <clears throat> the one is okay, but uh, uh, it's not... Amazing. It's you know, not a two. Or if Motorola were to come out with an amazing phone, you know, like I like the I like the I like the Razor, but wasn't for me. Hey, Motorola know? was busy getting bought by Google, so calm down, bias yeah. Seth. They'll so, be back. Uh, 
I, I, I have a bias because I really do it's think okay. the Galaxy S3 is going to be the best phone. I of have the to year. agree with Jeremy, though, that there is so much product to keep up with, and especially if you're in a contract, you really don't give a crap. Well, you, at all. and I do agree with you guys because you have to well, wait I'm and saying see. saying there are four releases a year, I'm talking super <clears throat> You have to so wait. Probably, you know, I mean, each company yeah. is probably releasing 30, 20 phones a year, but they're all different levels of. You have of, to wait and see what's out. Right. It's going to be hard to cut through that noise if yeah. you don't know, like, which are the major phones to pay attention to? So listen, when you're ready to upgrade, email show at attackoftheandroids.com and we'll <laughs> see what's out at that time and then we'll tell you. So Well, just listen to the show and you'll know. There you go. That's you know all. I mean? Like right now, you know, don't buy a phone. Wait, for the, wait to hear what the Galaxy S3 is going to be. Or Unless go you want get... to grab the NAS Nexus. There you go. Which is a good phone. You it's can buy that now and be happy. There you go. So we had some uh, some good app updates uh, since last week. We got a good Google Voice uh, update. We got my, uh, well, we'll talk about it at the end of the show, but my app pick of the week, and oh my goodness, I can't even, you guys just do this show, because I'm busy uh, in space, so um, what else got updated? Man, there was, I feel like there was just so much. I gotta check my list here. Um, tell, tell me who, uh, tell me, we had some changes uh, in some permissions and whatnot, I saw for the Google Voice app. Uh, what's this thing that they're doing with the the voicemail now that you can like? Well, so now they're doing visual voicemail for ice ice cream sandwich. Right. It's but it's their own. It's not like the Verizon right. one. I, I'm yeah. I'm happy with how Google Voice handles voicemail by you know making a fair attempt at transcribing it and then you know just letting me know that there's a message. You know, Matt, your thing about permissions is really interesting. Like I I had um, a Fruit Ninja installed on my tablet. My ah. ice cream sandwich touchpad, <laughs> but uh, and they just updated it. And the update they said a bunch of changed permissions, <clears throat> and they wanted access to my um, my my like calendar. I mean my my uh, contact list. Sure. My GPS location, and they didn't need it re- before, but now they changed it to request all these things. And you so actually I uninstalled cared? it. Did you? I honest I uninstalled it. I was like, I'm nope, proud of bye. you, Seth. I'm very proud yeah. of you. I was like, you don't you know, even Seth. Know, like, I think contact. what that is. I think what that is, I, I was just reading, I think, today that um, they introduced a multiplayer for Fruit Ninja on Android. Oh, so that would make sense. Don't you feel like a bias, Seth, now? <laughs> but what are they doing? I well, mean, not, I'm just, but the question I'm is, is that you sh- the question is, is do they, even if they have, my question is, what are they doing with that data? If it's just to connect me with multiplayer people, that's fine. It's, but if, also, if it's also being sent back to some server, it's like, nope, I don't want well, to Well, and it. I mean, who whoever really knows. I mean, it, it could leak to a server for all we I suppose know. That, I suppose like, I should go to their website and You read. can't live your online Android mobile life in fear of every little tiny permission change. Just accept the fact that your privacy is dead and everything you put on that phone could potentially I, be read I by totally the I totally disagree, Matt. I really? Well, you're users, wrong. Moving on. I think Android users need to no, exercise I know. and I say know. no. Can we not have a privacy debate, please? No, we're we're please. about three seconds uh, f- away huh? from a, okay, I'm done. a I'm done. solid privacy Thank debate. You. Privacy is dead. Moving on. Uh, so yeah, there was there was that. There was Google Voice. I was looking on the dock here. I really like this link that you put in here, Matt. The our Android tablets dying. Yeah, that that's kind of interesting because I feel like now that Asus has mostly figured out their Prime situation on ICS, I feel like that is a fantastic tablet. Well, 
You know, though, I, I got to admit, I, I, I just skimmed the article. I didn't read the full thing in detail, but I, I, I agree with the initial point that they make, which is simply the fact that the Apple iPad has taken the top end of the market. Sure. And at this point, I don't think anyone <coughs> is realistic. I don't think anybody is realistically going to be able to upset the iPad on the top end of the market. It's just not going to happen. It's too entrenched. Uh, but um, I still think that there's space on the low end of the market to get people into tablets, uh, to get them on, uh, to, to get them sucked into something, and then maybe turn them into an Android fanboy instead of an Apple fanboy, and and go back and forth from that. But I I don't know. I don't see. Uh, I don't know. I, it's one of those things where I don't know if they can make a tablet that is cheap enough to offset the fact that it's not an iPad yet well, still have all the features that it would need to have to be a competitor. Guys, let me ask you a question. Are you seeing, I mean, are you seeing right now at like a lot of marketing, commercials, things like that, advertising these Android tablets? I don't have TV, so no. I mean, probably not. not even close no, to the level that right. you see for the iPad. Right. No. Yeah, and I wonder if that's kind of the problem because when I talk to people... Um, you know, I've had I've had at least four people since I've been out here, like ask me, "Hey, I want to buy a tablet. I want to buy, you know, a, or a really light laptop. What would you suggest?" And their minds always go directly to the iPad, and I and I tell them, "Yeah, if you like Apple and everything, then sure, maybe you want it." But then I show them my Prime or I show them my old Transformer when I had it, and people love it. I just don't you know, think that you know, they Eric, know though, that it exists. Is you, the problem. You know, Eric, this is the classic Linux debate. Why do people have Windows installed in their PCs? Because they because it came with it. Um, you know, and if they ever saw Linux first, maybe they would like Linux better. Yeah, you know, I don't it, think so though because it's it's a, I don't know, it's a little different. Go on, Seth. I'm going to I'm going to sit here. I was Eric, you know, I I hear what you're saying, but I I think I'm going to disagree. I you know, I love Android, right? But uh that the new iPad is a pretty awesome device. You know what I mean? The screen is amazing. It's got good LTE. It's got good battery, all those things. They've got sweet apps, right? They've got the, like, photo editor for cheap. They've got, you know, they've got a lot of holes. I mean, Android has a lot of holes compared to, um, to in the tablet space, compared to Apple regarding apps, regarding, you know, ease of use, and things like that. And I, I love I like Ice Cream Sandwich. But there just aren't that many great apps for tablets out there right now, right? Compared to Apple, which is well, built I guess a whole I'm not. I'm right. not saying that yeah. the iPad is. I'm not saying that the iPad's bad and that the that Android has to be oh, better all the time. No, I know. What I'm saying is that I think that one of the problems here is a is a. I, I think it's that they're not marketing it the right way. No, I, I, I agree. Guess, is because I, 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 I think that it, I think that the actual users who would like one more than the other is probably a lot different than what we see today because people think that most people think the only option out there is the iPad. That's yeah. the realistic, you know. Yeah. They were first and they nailed I mean, it. Although if I if I have someone to come ask me what tablet they should buy, I'm going to say <laughs> the new iPad. Right, even though I love Android. I'm going to say you should go buy the iPad. You'll be Because it's it. easier. I feel like though but if you not... take the time to master your Android, it can be the most amazing experience. No, I know I have, but guys, what apps? And do you this use is a dumb your... argument, anyway. 
So what apps do you use on your I use all of the apps. I use the same apps on my Galaxy Nexus as I do on my Prime, and they look just fine. Isn't that part of the problem? No, there's no problem. There is absolutely no problem, Seth. Okay. You're making a problem. Okay. Okay. CyanogenMod Mod (laughs) 7.2.0. Who's excited for that? I am, because I still have a Droid X that rocks the cat box. I, I installed it. It's pretty sweet have it somewhere here the new the new predictive dialing is pretty amazing nice um you know i like the new color scheme it's like blue (laughs) instead of green it's uh you know what really bugs me about seems to run smoother ics when you're using a different keyboard like it's not the the predictive voice command text to to type you know it's it's the old one and that's why I don't understand. Like, that is so annoying. I just wanted to throw that out there. Google, you should really fix that for me, please. It's the most aggravating thing ever. Like, I want to use AI keyboard, but I want to talk to it. But I don't want to talk to it on, like, the old thing. Anyway. There is a grip of phones on this page supported. We'll throw a link to it in the show notes, of course. I'm excited for... Uh... For CM9, when it comes to my... Hopefully, it'll come to the Incredible. But I, if not, the CM2 is... The CM7.2 uh, is still pretty sweet. I'm very excited for that. Especially when it, when it gets on the Prime. I'll be so excited for that. You have no idea. So. So, have you guys... Um, have you have you seen the... Did you guys see the blog post that uh, the CyanogenMon team posted about um, how they're going to be handling Root going forward in their ROMs? Making it yeah. non-mandatory so that you can still use it but not be rooted, which is a great idea. Like, there's no reason that you would need to leave your root. I mean, like, how many people are actually changing their passwords and securing their root access? I, I bet very few, if any. And so that's, well, what's, what that's I important. think is great, it even goes further than that. Like, if you read the post, it's they developed, you know, different levels of access so you don't have to have – you can have no root access. You could just have root access for applications but not for any of the developer stuff. Sure. I mean they – this is some pretty sweet stuff that I think that a lot of the uh, phone manufacturers, you know, they Should would probably – Maybe that's – maybe that would be something that they would like to do because it sort of gives you a little bit more of a safety net than just being rooted or not being rooted. I feel like that's a good – compromise you know like to to don't don't fully unlock everything for everybody but if you want to here's the option and there's varying levels of of permission access and that's key that's definitely they nailed it for sure very exciting yeah so let's talk about some more rumors i think who who's excited for android 5.0 is it too early to be excited yet do we know anything it's Google, too early. Google I.O.'s coming up. Is that going to be... Can we go to that? Can we go to I.O. and get free glasses? God, that would be amazing. <laughs> but um, that's the next one, 5.0. I like how <laughs> some some phones are not quite on gingerbread yet, maybe. Or there, there's not... not there, there's still some, some phones lagging behind. And then, you know, there's a small percentage that are actually on ICS. And now here's the next one. We're, we're going to have, <laughs> to be a developer, like, you're, this is going to be so, like, spread across the board eventually. I mean, it's, it is already. But, like, it's going to get way more. 
And they say Google is activating nearly 1 million Android devices per day. 1 million devices per day. Like, just think about that for a second. 1 million every day. Like, that's, that's so crazy. That, that's so many devices activated every day. And that's where, you know, people always say that the, the device fragmentation problem and, and other people say, no, it's not fragmentation. It's called a choice. And then, uh, yeah, so I'm excited for it because I hope the GeneX gets it quickly, which it should. Right. You would think so, right? I would like think to think so. You think it would be like so. one of the first phones. You, it better be. I'll tell you what. <laughs> no, well. that, that's cool, though. <laughs> I'm glad that we're starting to see rumors because eventually that means maybe it'll get announced one day, maybe at the end of this year. What do they say, quarter three? Sweet. Yeah, I think they said Q3. Sweet. So, at picks, what else is in the news? Not really much anything. Just, uh, do you want to go back? Oh, go ahead. I say there's the Google Wallet stuff. That's <clears throat> that's kind of interesting. There, Google's maybe stepping back from their original uh, point that said you know they're not going to share any profits, but now they're maybe open, willing to share some profits with some people. So Google Wallet's been out, had a really rough start. You know what I mean? And it may die out, especially with this ISIS stuff coming from Visa and the, and the carriers. But who knows? Should we talk about the uh, rumors on the the Google Nexus tablet? Being one hundred forty nine dollars. Those are interesting rumors. Just like a direct competitor to the Kindle Fire or the yeah the Fire. Yeah, yeah they're saying they're yeah, saying Asus inch, is going to make it, right? Seven inch Asus is yeah. what I'm hearing. Yeah. Um, one hundred fifty bucks. And That's the question the is, at that point, is that a subsidized tablet? Is that a street price for a tablet with a data plan? I like to think that that's just straight up. Here's here's your tablet. Here's but I that would reali- be amazing. I mean, that reality... would sell like an insane number. Oh, In for fact, sure. they could do it at one ninety nine, but one forty nine is just a killer yeah. price. Yeah, who wouldn't buy one at that price? Exactly. Well, that's and that's, that's in my opinion, that's a great point. Is like that's the place where Android has to compete. You know what I mean? I don't think they can compete very well on the four ninety nine. Well, that can do it. Listen, between that and the whole Play Store atmosphere, that that whole like that whole package is going to be just brilliant, and I think that's going to do it for for people. That's going to put it in the hands of the people that normally wouldn't purchase an Android tablet. And then, and then that would also make, I mean, in my opinion, a lack of good apps. I know you guys disagree, but in my opinion, there are there is a lack. Where um, I I don't w- give me a task that you're having a hard time doing and I Twitter will, I can't find Twitter, a good Twitter app. Seismic. What's wrong with seismic? Seismic. No, because problem because they, solved. <clears throat> no, because I want an app that has a widget. Seismic. Like a scrollable widget. Hi. What's wrong with the official Android Twitter app? What's they don't wrong have scrollable with scrollable widget? Seismic. Sure they do. No, they don't. You know, I used to use Twidroid, and I loved that widget, but then it just broke. And so I went to Seismic, and I had some issues with the widget at first because it only showed one line instead of two, like Twidroid. But, dude, once you get used to it, you just put two widgets there, boom, problem solved. That or my sixth sense. Also, No, but great. I want a scrollable widget like my Gmail app. where it is flip, 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 Well, then you know maybe I mean? you should learn how to develop and develop your own. So anyway... Um, let's see here. Uh, did anybody run into this uh, this week? And I ran into this, I think, 
Kentucky yesterday at lunch. Somebody comes up to me and says, all right, I'm considering a Nook tablet or a Amazon Kindle Fire. Never heard Which that. Which do I pick? Never heard that. Nook tablet. Nook tablet. Kindle Fire. Kindle okay, fire. hold on, hold on. All right, now, now, now we just split that, and I find that interesting because I, I, I actually had her hand me the spec sheet, and I looked at the spec sheet, and on paper, the 8-gig Nook tablet and the Kindle Fire are neck and neck. I mean, literally, it looks like a, a, a drag race where you have to look at the camera to find out who won because it's that close. But... I got to tell you that what I told this uh, particular woman was go with the Amazon Kindle Fire because you are going to get an ecosystem of apps, music, video, uh, and whatnot that you just that Barnes and Noble just cannot compete with. Right. And, yeah, and I agree. I mean, you know, again, it's always like who, what kind of user are you, right? I mean, if you're a user that wants to have a Vanilla Android system, maybe the Nook tablet is easier to root. I don't know, um, but if you're someone that just wants to use it for like videos, internet browsing, things like that, watching movies, then get and books, then get the Kindle Fire. That was my point. You know, I mean, she was looking at basically same price, same unit, almost identical hardware. Um, I told her to go with the one you could get all the support and all the uh, uh, and all the content for. Yeah, it, that's that's the recommendation I would have made too. And as much as I love my Nook tablet, there's just something about the way. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The you, you don't have the Nook tablet. You have the Nook Color that's been rooted. Sorry, I have the Nook Color. Whatever. So, well, no, no, no. I'm just asking. Unless you can bottom up. Yeah, no, no. But there's just something about the the way. Obviously, if she's asking that question, you know, she's not looking at Android the way you know the five of us are. But there's something that's been very sticky about the Kindle Fire for people. They they love it. I've talked to a number of very simple tech users that are just enthralled with it and still are weeks after. So they had everything in place to make it work well and easy. I don't know, I've used the Kindle Fire though, and I I didn't think it was that good. I like I, I had it in my hand. I've been in the ecosystem. I would not sub- subject anybody to that. No, I've never Personally. used it. That's why I think that the the Nook, the Nook tablet was perfectly fine. But but you're looking at it differently. What what's no, your major no, complaint about it? Let's start there. <laughs> I didn't think the ecosystem was very easy to use, or the UI was very easy to use. I didn't think that the sort of how everything hooked into each other. Oh, really? um, you know, sort of what I would imagine being like the the full Amazon experience of I can just get my my Kindle books and my movies. I just didn't think it was well executed. I spent maybe 10, 15 minutes screwing around with it a couple of weeks ago, and I was underwhelmed. And quite frankly, I think I would end up at, you know, if, if I bought my mom one of these, I'd probably end up helping her more with that than I would helping her with just a Nook tablet. Do you feel like that's because... she can take to the store, by the way? And she can ha- get help directly at the store for it too. Do you feel like that's because you were used to a better experience, or what kind of like what kind of preconceived notions did you have going into that? What were you using? Well, I guess I was expecting. What I was expecting was not. I was not expecting Android, which is what I got. I did not get Android. I got this special 
thing. Well, you didn't know but that. What I was expecting. No, I knew it, but I oh. what I was expecting though was a very tight, you know, amazing Amazon, you know, Amazon experience. Sure. And I don't, I don't think it delivers. I think it like half delivers on that. And that's why if if it's only going to half deliver, I would say get the get the Nook tablet because it will it'll probably be a better experience for you. And then if you have questions, you can go to the store and somebody will help you and show you how to do it, which is not something you can do with the Amazon tablet. All right. What about the Acer quad core tablet? That looks pretty interesting, huh? Little little Transformer Prime competition, maybe, huh? Nice. The Iconia A510 coming with Android 4.0. Uh, 10.1-inch screen designed for video mobile gaming, Acer said. That's pretty sweet. And until now, this is, uh, this is their first quad-core. So welcome, Acer. Have a seat. Uh, $449.99, right under 50 bucks less than the Prime. That's, that's a slap in the face, huh? And they're they're gonna be like, look, look at our forums. Do you see anything on XDA about uh about our problem? Huh? No, no, we got it right. Okay. Well, I hope they do. I hope they do. Uh, twelve eighty by eight hundred resolution, which is nice, nice, nice. They say they're gonna get twelve hours of playback, uh, video playback on that thing. So, uh, yeah, Tegra three. Anybody? Anybody? It looks just like the Prime. I don't know. I think that's that's pretty much the only design. I mean, you I hope could it go, works better. You can go Zyboard, I guess, and and cut the corners instead of round them. But I don't know. I would I would shape one like a boomerang. It would be awesome. I would hold it like this, <laughs> the steering wheel. That'd be key for games, right? Like you should. <laughs> they should start thinking about that. I want a steering wheel shaped device that I could just put around my head like a headband when I needed to talk on it. There you go. You can have that. That sounds one. like a great idea. Thank you. I have about one a day. Nice. This one I decided to share with you. And today was not your day. <laughs> today was <laughs> clearly not. All right. Uh, well, is there anything else that is anyone is excited about to discuss before we... I'm excited about my app pick. Recommend some app picks. I, as well, am excited about my app pick. Any, anybody? I, too, am excited about my app pick. Going once. <laughs> All right. App. I'm just sort of so-so about it. App picks. Well, let's start with Eric's so-so so we can end with, with amazing. Yeah, so mine's a little, I don't know. It's it's not, I don't have it because it's fun. I have it because I need it. It's called Market Enabler. And what it does <laughs> is it lets you fake out um, what country and what carrier your phone looks like. So that way you can get access to, let's say, the market when you're overseas. Or, I'm sorry, the play, whatever it's called. So I started having a problem where I uh, I wasn't able to access the market, update my apps. So now Google thinks that I am a T-Mobile customer in the United States. Nice. And I can access my apps again. Very nice. So it's a market enabler. It's, uh, it's free. Um, there's a donate thing, which I think is maybe like three bucks. And that just gives you access to, like, have it auto automatically fake the carrier when you uh, boot the phone up. But, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's totally worth it, especially if you're uh, traveling and you don't want Google to, you know, kill your phone because you logged into a Wi-Fi spot once. 
That's so annoying. I mean, I've never had that happen, but I can imagine that that's like having to go get a new driver's license or something like that. Like, it's just a, just annoying enough that you maybe just won't do it and just say screw it. But I don't know. I, you kind of have to, I guess, at some point. It was annoying to the point where I I reset my phone. I, I put CM9, like a, a fresh install of CM9 on it, and I just stopped connecting it to the internet for a little bit just because I didn't want to deal with the hassle. But this app's pretty good. Nice. Market enablers. Uh, Seth, what's your app pick, sir? Um, so mine is called uh, MindJet. Uh, it's, um, it's a, it's trying to kind of, it's like a thought organizer, like an idea organizer where you can draw like, um, where you, it, I'm trying to think of, it's like a flow oh, chart. Oh, is this the mind mapping software? Yeah, kind of. I don't know what you mean by mind mapping, but yeah, where you, you have like one idea That's... and then you, you like pull out another idea and then you, you know, you, you connect them together with like a line that shows, you know, the flow that's of like, thought progress. Yeah, that's Unfortunately, a... it works a little too well because Seth cannot remember how to organize the thoughts to explain it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what yeah, that so, is. Yeah, so anyways, like, you know, I, I haven't really found a ton of uses for it because mostly like, I mean, I do do a lot of thinking, you know, I'm, I'm going to program, but uh, I mostly write with pen and paper. You know what I mean? And I'm Old trying to think school. what advantages this has over pen and paper. <laughs> But you know, I guess you can reorganize things and add things better than I guess pen and paper. But um, so I, I need to I need to use it more and try it out more. But it is really neat the way you can change the way it looks, the way different things are organized, and it's it's a pretty sweet app for people who need to do lots of like idea generation. You know, Seth, I used I used to use this in my last job, and I found it really helpful. Um, I used a different one, but it's the whole concept is called mind mapping. And it's just what you said, like you have these little nodes, which are ideas or concepts, and you, you just make connections back to other things. So like for, you know, keeping track of projects, um, for doing my own like programming stuff at home, like I thought it was really awesome how hey, you Eric, sort of organize all of your thoughts. Yeah. What's, what's the geek acronym for that? Like GDI or I, I forget what it is. Get GTI, GTD. What is for it? For what? It's GTD for that whole. Some guy wrote a book all about that, about the mind mapping, and then breaking it down into oh, like really? forty-five minute chunks with fifteen-minute breaks, and how to like really assign, you know, task priorities and then time blocks. But it's it's like that. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, anyway, I think I need that, but I don't know what it is. Huh. Oh, it's a pretty powerful app, and it's free. And I definitely recommend if you're someone who has like lots of ideas and need to be organized into, you know interesting chunks or whatever, then this would be really helpful. Very cool. What's it called again? Uh, Mind Jet. Mind Jet. Very cool. All right. Uh, Jeremy, what's your up? So, I'm a big Tetris fan from back in the day. Yeah. And I've tried playing Tetris on phones before, and it, yes. I, it just... You know, there's, not, there's never going to be anything like having a Nintendo controller in your hand while you're playing Tetris for 17 hours in a row. But um, the Electronic Arts version is free. It's got some ads, uh, some ads, but it's it's worth it. You know, it's it's a good Tetris game. So everyone should get it because it is fun and Tetris is awesome. I agree. Tetris is awesome. All right, Joey. Well, now that we've all had our Tetris shot. Uh, uh, 
Sorry. Okay, uh, this is the complete opposite from my app pick last week in one way. Uh, this is the Crash Drive 3D, uh, which is available on the Amazon App Store for free. I presume the Google Play Store as well. Um, it is very unstructured in, in spots and doesn't require you to really... Uh, you can get into a free roaming mode and just kind of drive around and hit things and, and whatnot. Plus, there's a couple of different game modes. Um, it's a worthwhile play. It's 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 like a arcade type of game where there's not a lot of rules and you can't hurt the car or anything like that. Um, it's just fun. It's a good way to kill some time. Um, and you will probably not get your hand cramped like you would with Tetris. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Um, of course... This game just came out, but I've been playing it uh, the majority of today. <clears throat> and I have to say, Angry Birds Space, Rovio, they've done it again. Ta- making the physics, but taking it to a space where physics is a bit different, a relative, of course. Um, and being able... Do, do you guys remember when one of my, my app pick was Rocket Bunnies, and you... you you use like these gravitational forces of the different planets to go around them different ways. They kind of incorporated that into angry birds where these, the, the, the pigs are on these things, but then these things are on these planets that have different gravity depending on their size. And so you can shoot the bird through space, which is a vacuum. And then once they hit the atmosphere, they go, you know, one of two ways. I don't know, man, you got to play it. It's so cool. They nailed the physics on this though, for sure. Uh, so it just came out, but it's already, let me, hold on, I will tell you, uh, how many downloads they're at so far. Of course, if you go to play on, on your, your tablet or your, your phone, they're, they're, they're right there. I don't know, you guys can see this here, but, uh, right, right at the, the very top, uh, left, like, Angry Birds Space, play in zero gravity, like, there they are, boom. And their ad is the size of the whole Play Store menu, like apps, music, books, movies. That's then, and then their ad. So, um, yeah, Angry Birds Space, uh, eighteen thousand votes, downloads. What do you see? Downloads a whole bunch, a whole bunch. We'll just we'll just say that. So, Angry Birds Space, get it, play it, and then we'll we'll discuss. Uh, next week for episode 28. Uh, do you guys have any closing thoughts? Jeremy? Joey? Anyone? Talk to you guys next week. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check us out online at attackoftheandroids.com.